Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. But we got to get back to the YouTube and the Twitch chats. Uh, Jake, if you can bring in the DJ, just play the whole thing again, because I enjoy Tyler and Bill at the start. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay. Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the DJ corner. All right, uh, back to, uh, to Red Chompers here. Uh, Alex, what was, uh, what was Rhett's bet? Brett Chambers, that was Bears money line. His reasoning is is something too. They are due, period. Plus the narrative from 2013, it was fourth and eight, Aaron Rodgers to Randall Cobb, and that knocked the Bears out of the playoffs. I don't understand the last part. I like it. So, so, so it's basically like revenge, basically. God bless. Everybody likes the Bears. I re- yeah. I, I, I remember that play, man. That was absolutely insane. Rodgers like rolling out from pressure and tossing yeah. that touchdown pass. I forget, who was the pass rusher? Jake may know. Who was the pass rusher that like missed Rodgers? He, he spun out and then threw the touchdown to Cobb to win the game. Um, I, I like the Bears, too. Is it reaching the point where it's just like Green Bay is going to smash them and like everyone's going to be wrong? So like for what it's worth, Rhett, I don't know if the Bears are going to win. I, I like them plus the points. I would like Green Bay to win the game so I can cash the same bets that, that Ken's looking to cash as well. Um, Yeah, like I like the Bears in the game. I'm just concerned now that we're all just going to be wrong. So yeah, I like it. I, 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 I think the Bears might win the game. I certainly think they're going to cover the three or at least push. It's weird because... Well, I guess the Packers didn't get, like, really good news today in in terms of who's playing. Like, everybody's still listed questionable, basically. But, like, they're not out, and the number looks like it's going to come off three. Like, I think this is going to be, well, it's already two and a half in a couple places, but might be two and a half, like, market-wide on Sunday. I don't like the Bears at all at that number. Like, at all. Even three, I think, is kind of the right number in the game. Uh, the three and a halfs that got bet really early in the week, like, sure, sure, totally get that three i kind of think is the right number so okay if it's going to be two and a half i actually kind of like the packers especially if, I, if I, any I, of the wide receivers play yeah i agree with you i agree with yeah, that by that, the way this is one of those games like razor, right now razor yeah. thin margin right packers two and yeah. a half bears three and a half probably nothing at three maybe dog because you feel like you but you'd push yeah yeah sure that's good okay uh good luck Rhett. Uh, I think it'd be great for Bears fans if you guys won this game. Also, like, yeah, I'd love for Green. I'd like for Green Bay to win by one or two. Uh, yeah. What do we got next, Alex? And thank you very much again, Red. Let's jump to the Twitch chat at Shy Town My Town Twenty Three, giving us bets in the past. How about a mm. hockey awards future for you guys? Hellebuck <laughs> to win the Vezina. You guys were talking about it earlier. 
His reasoning, his price has to keep falling. He's standing on his head every night. Dude was a number one star in back-to-back -back games. Recent form, eye test, advanced data. It's all there, man. Well, Ken, I'll take this one. You can set this one. Yeah, up. please. No, please take it. Please, please go ahead. I almost, I almost want to don't answer. I, almost, I want to don't answer this. That's great English. Uh, what school did I go to? Didn't go to college. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I almost don't want to answer this until I bet more money on him. Uh, yeah, like by current numbers, he is by far the best, and it's not even close. Uh, there was, I think, the thing that's going to hold this price in place more than it should. So right now, in most places, Demco, who we have it, well, who I have at huge numbers for a lot. And who you probably do too, because it's like the only thing we talked about with hockey awards so far this season was Demko and Ottinger at like big prices, and Ottinger can't win anymore, and Demko can. Uh, Greg Wyshynski from ESPN does a hockey awards poll every month uh, of I think actually well not voters because the Vezina is voted by the GMs, but like you get the idea, like a good sample. And his most recent one came out this week, and Demko was still leading over Hellebuck, but Hellebuck, who was not in the first poll at all, is now in second, and. Uh, I think that poll is going to anchor the market, like where Demko will be given a really good chance to win and Hellebuck will be given a good, but it'll kind of be in that order still or close. The problem is that poll was literally conducted prior to like Hellebuck's best three starts and Demko's still not playing very well. Like I literally think if you polled again the day the poll came out, Hellebuck would be in first. And so I think that kind of creates an opportunity. Um, I don't think there are many goalies even alive to still win this award. And this is one. He's won the award previously. Demko can definitely still win. Cam Talbot can win, but he's old. Uh, Bobrovsky has like a puncher's chance, but has to play way better. And they still need to, Florida needs to keep playing as well as they are. Aiden Hill's hurt and hasn't come back, so he's dead, can't win the award. Uh, Shesterkin probably can't win, he's too far behind. Sorokin definitely can't win. It's kind of where we're at, like you cross off all the names and you just go, God, is Hellebuck gonna just absolutely run away with this in like the next month? And it's not even close. Uh, in terms of pedigree, it's not even close between him and the top guys. So I think Demko can definitely still win, um, but I totally disagree with the pricing, and I completely agree with the case that is being made by Shy Town, My Town, uh, and I have spent a tremendous amount of Demko equity on Hellebuck in the last ten days. Okay, there you have it. Uh, thank you very much, Shy Town, My Town, for the submission. Alex, what do we got? Over in the YouTube chat, at Jay Klopfenstein, long time. Shout out to the real ones. He's taking a monster teaser. Tennessee plus 17, Baltimore plus 16 and a half, Chicago plus 16, and Miami plus 15 and a half. None of these teams will lay down in week 18, and they'll keep these games closed. Also, shout out to Churn, who like these sides too. Um, what, well, what so are they? They're, so all Tennessee... they're all over 14. They're all over 14, which I, I I like intuitively. Like you're getting the most for the 13. Like you don't, you're not going through zero. Uh, Tennessee so 17, Baltimore like 16 that. and a half, Bears 16, like and Dolphins 15 like and a half. Honestly, like the one that loses the most there is Miami. Uh, yeah. What loses the least? Chicago, Ten Tennessee, or Chicago, right? Maybe Baltimore. The Dolphins. Nah, I think I just like all four. I think I just like I, all four. Oh, oh, I like all four. Also, just saying, if I think one more to lose, I think it would be Miami. Like Tennessee could. It's just like the price is so inflated anyway, and then you're adding onto that with the teaser. That's why it's like such a good seventeen and a half would be in incredible. Obviously, you lose on seventeen and that, but. 
yeah, I mean, I uh, I think this is I think this is good. I think this is lock it in. Klopf, Klopfenstein. Uh, Alex, let's do like one or two more. All right, let's stick in the YouTube chat at Danny. Shout out Danny taking a two-team teaser. The Bengals minus one and Miami plus eight and a half. The Browns will not show you anything. The Bengals are still playing hard. And if the Bengals hit, you could ride out Miami or bet Bill's money line and set up an eight and a half point middle. I will say that I I, I like the Bengals part of that teaser. I mean, the, the, the Browns are starting Jeff Driscoll, who's like absolutely atrocious. So I, I do think the Bengals will win that game in a game that means nothing for Cleveland. I, I worry about Miami potentially getting blown out in that game. Ken, curious, do you kind of share that? Like, what about Miami as a teaser like? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's like a high total game. I don't usually love teasing because the implication is that either team can put up a lot of points. And so your points that you're getting aren't as valuable, even if you're like over three and seven. Um I mean, like, it, look, eight and a half Miami's going to win a lot, but that's not the idea. It needs to win, like, even more than the tax that you're paying. Like, what about, wins more what about than the, the Jets to seven and a half and a total of 30 and a half? Like, what about that? I dis- I disagree on that. I actually think that could be, like, Patriots 17 nothing or something. I think that, well, I think that well, actually I has the a Patriots, chance to be like, so, Yeah. So great. I think, I think that game has some, like, like, couple defensive touchdowns, fans throwing snowballs, like Teddy Bruschi flashback video against the Dolphins, like, 15 years ago. Um... What, like, what would I tease instead? Like, if I took Miami out. I don't, the other thing is, like, you're right about Driscoll. Just, like, getting points on a fake game seems like a bad idea. Like, the game is irrelevant. Like, I don't know if I want to, like, pay a huge price to get points in an irrelevant game. Like, if the Browns won, does anything really get upset in terms of anything? How anyone feels about anything? No. Actually, it probably means Stefanski wins Coach of the Year more often because he'll be his fifth quarterback. But, like, I just, I don't know. I they're, Like, this is going to win a lot, so it's not me saying, like, it won't win. Just, I think if you like Cincinnati and you think Driscoll's terrible, you just bet Cincinnati. And, I, you know, I think if you like Miami in the game and you think they're super live to, like, be competitive, like, buy the three or something. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the teaser for either of these. Okay. Uh, but thank you very much for our guy, Danny. Uh, with the bet, yeah. and then uh, we got one from our guy BM Dubs here. Uh, Alex, read it really quickly, and then we'll get to uh, Saturday's NFL action. At BMW two four three three three, shout out to the Beamer taking the Cowboys' first half spread minus seven and Giants' money line in a parlay correlated, considering the Eagles may rest their starters if they see the Cowboys out way ahead. I uh, I think it's a really smart idea. There's definitely so the really smart thing here is there's some correlation here. We just don't really know what it is because we don't know what the Eagles threshold is for resting. If we if they like if Sirianni was literally like, if the Cowboys are up a lot at halftime, I'm resting, guys. Then no, this but is no, but specifically the, this is the best specifically can eight or more. Specifically by if they're up right. by eight or more, <laughs> right. then I Nick Sirianni's like, guys, if it's a touchdown, they're all staying in. But if it's more than a touchdown, then your correlation would be insane here and it would be like the best bet of all time. Because that's still the only good. problem. Right. It's still good. You just don't know what the threshold is. You don't know, like, in Sirianni's mind, what is the what's the threshold to pull everybody? If you knew that, if you knew that the, it, it was pretty low, this is a great bet. Or even like, like Cowboys first half with right? Giants to cover, like even Giants. I mean, just like you know, like I, Eagles pulling everyone does not mean the Giants have to win the game. But like your multiplier is obviously way better. You're taking more risk. That's all. Uh, I love the idea. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to bet this, but it actually makes a lot of sense. I would consider betting it. All right, Beamer, Benz, or Bentley? 
Beamer getting it done for us here. Thanks yeah. to everyone for uh, for their submissions. We did. If, <laughs> Beamer, Benzo, Bentley. Beamer, Benzo, Bentley. Man, I was just like, that was like, man. What was that party movie? I a couple times to that. The, like with like the three like uh, three like teenage white kids or whatever. What was the name of that movie? Jake, do you remember the know. name of that movie? God, what was the name of that movie? I had to look it up. That's the song. That song Super bad. They just they throw like a no. It was, I mean, it's like similar vein, but like supposed to be like more real. Project X. They have like this. What's the name of it, Jake? Project, oh, Project, Project X. X. Yeah, that song's in that. That's, that song always makes me think of that movie. Whenever I think of Lloyd Project Banks, X. that's a Lloyd Banks. I thought Project X was like a X Men movie. Um, yeah. Whenever I think of Lloyd Banks, I think of the game in his first album, the documentary, saying like multiple times over the course of the album, like ordering Lloyd Banks to like do things. So in the middle of like hate it or love it with Fifty Cent, he'll be like, he'll be like, some some somebody lean over and tell Banks to order us another case of forties. And I'm just thinking like, how mad do you think Lloyd Banks was when he heard this? Like probably telling Fifty Cent like, screw this guy, game. Who is? What he? am I, a servant? Right. Like, see, I'm, I'm, if you ever listen to those like those game hit songs, he like. He mentions Lloyd Banks constantly, and also like Young Buck. Also, it's like like right. like the like Banks and Buck. Like yeah. like yeah. yes, like uh, the Fifty Cent's like underlings, basically. Like go do things for me. <laughs> like 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 this like someone this blunt's not gonna roll itself. Hey, someone call Young Buck over. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, excuse me, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> and then that makes me think when you just said that, like. Ari Gold from Entourage. Yeah, I haven't Lloyd? thought about that in a while. Lloyd, just that perfect example of like that Joe's so funny and like would last like one episode in today's political climate before it got canceled, which is you know whatever, uh, sad but you know whatever people can have their opinions. Okay, uh, I guess we can't. We, have, we don't really have time to start NFL here, right? Do we have, do we have any more questions? We don't have any more questions. Do uh, we? I think I think that maybe I don't know if we. We wrote any any others here. Okay, so we can, nah. we can pass on that for now. Um, all right. I don't know what else to do. You want to do hockey bets real quick? Because we have one. Do you have any other bets besides the one we talked about before? I It's the two we talked about. I like, I'm going right, to bet so, the Ducks. So, king. And I'll bet the over. Yeah, time for bets of steel on You Better You Bet. All right, Nick, what are your bets for tonight? Uh, I like the over six and a half with the Devils and, uh, and the Blackhawks. Why? Well... Uh, the Blackhawks are starting their third string curtain jerk and jabroni goaltender, yeah. and every single Devils, Devils game goes over. And uh, and I'll play against Winnipeg. Winnipeg played last night. Laurent Bossois starting tonight for the Jets. And like I understand, like Winnipeg's really good. Also, like are they? I guess according to you, and like I guess they are that good, right? That they should be like minus one ninety on the well, road they've here. Won every game uh, for like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Overrated. Give me the flying V. Ducks today. I'll, I'll bet the Ducks tonight at a huge price. Quack, quack. I'll just be, uh, I'm over in the Devils game. That's it for tonight. So six and a half over and, and nothing in the other two games. All right. And uh, there's only three games tonight in the NHL. Ergo, our yeah. uh, abbreviated card. So over the rest of the show, we will get to bets for tomorrow in the NFL. Prop King for tomorrow in the NFL. All our bets for Sunday in the NFL. And then we'll give you our NBA bets for tonight as well. I got three side plays. I don't really have any props right now. Maybe, maybe that'll change over the course of the next 20-plus minutes. All right, NFL bets coming up next. Nick and Ken here on You Better You Bet. Drop the puck.
Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, NBA bets coming up at the end of the show, but for now, we gotta get to all the plays for Week 18 in the National Football League, which means it's time for the final time this regular season. Do we want to do Mario in the playoffs or we want to do like other music in the playoffs? I don't know. Maybe other stuff. I've, 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 I've always kind of liked the idea of treating playoffs and the Super Bowl like they're like video game bosses and they all like different theme music for each one. What's like a, what's like a very recognizable great boss song that you would like to play? You're going to pick like One Winged Angel or something, right? So, like, what you're going to Well, pick? I guess that would be like the most recognizable yeah. one. But yeah, there's like a lot of stuff we could come up with that I think would be really good. Yeah, I got to think about it. There's some there's some good stuff there, though. We're going to work on it. Oh, yeah. I like but it. Like also, but like, like Final Four, like at specialty events get special music because sure. they're like bosses well, in a video game. It's like the last boss of the season. Yeah. Oh, I'm they with have you. the playoffs. I, I hear you on this. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Jake, but for now, Jake, let's roll out the Mario music, please. sojourn on Saturday in Baltimore, where the Steelers, with Mason Rudolph uh, looking to keep their playoff hopes alive, need a win and some help to get in, find themselves as a juice three in between three and three and a half. The number at BetMGM, three minus 20 for Pittsburgh on the road at the Ravens, who already obviously clinched home field advantage and the one seed in the AFC playoffs, ergo. Lamar Jackson not playing in the game. Odell Beckham ruled out. Marlon Humphrey ruled out. Zay Flowers isn't going to play. Kyle Hamilton unlikely to play. So Baltimore has nothing to play for in the game except to knock Pittsburgh out of the playoffs. Tyler Huntley will start. Mason Rudolph starts again for Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Uh, the backup. Ken, how are you betting the Steelers and the Ravens? I, uh, well, I'll do a side first. I liked Baltimore at four, which we talked about earlier in the week. That, that, kind of, that was the only side of the game I'd consider. Uh, at three, I would not be interested in anything for terms of the side. So I think if it stays three, I will be unlikely to have a bet. Like three and a half, four minus one ten. Like let's say Pittsburgh gets bet up, maybe something injury wise happens with them. Um, then then I maybe Baltimore for something like a three and a half, but uh, not interested in, in either side at three. The total, the more I thought about it, I I really liked the over in the game because it got it was it's extremely depressed because of who's playing. Also like that the way the Ravens are going to play this game, I do not think that means that this has to be some like low scoring slug fest um, with the Ravens kind of playing a fake game. The problem with that uh, is that there's supposed to be a driving rainstorm during the entire game. So that's why the total has gotten bet down a little bit more. So important to check the weather tomorrow to see what it's going to be like, to see what you want to bet in terms of the total and in terms of like props, uh, if there's going to be wind involved in the game. It doesn't have to be. It's weather. It's 24 hours out. Just worth knowing there's the potential for that. Not like Jets Patriots, but like, you know, Something that can affect the play of the game. And uh, I'll say if the weather's not bad, a couple bucks on the over, more than three, Baltimore, neither of these would qualify as like close to my favorite bets of the weekend. 
Yeah, more than three for me. But honestly, like that—that that is that is probably my favorite bet of the week. Was more than three with Baltimore when it existed. We literally talked about it on the show all week. It doesn't exist now. Maybe it'll come back in between now and and kick off on Saturday. But again, like we talked about it the whole week. So if you're if you're someone that parachutes in just to listen to the bets on Friday, like thank you. Like we appreciate you listening and checking out the show. You got to listen to the show and watch the show during the week also because you'll get good stuff then that uh, doesn't exist towards the end of the week. All right, Ken, Texans and Colts win and in game. Loser leaves town match. Winner makes the playoffs, at least as a wild card uh, uh, team. Possibly AFC South champion, depending on Jacksonville's game against Tennessee on Sunday. Houston is a one point road favorite at Indianapolis. The total in the game is 47 and a half. Uh, Noah Brown is out for the Texans. Robert Woods is questionable, like didn't practice on Friday. Like, this is not great news for Houston. Uh, thoughts here, Ken, on the Texans and the Colts on Saturday night. Yeah, we think Will Anderson's going to play, like, limited practice the last day of the, that they practiced. He missed every single practice. But, like, if he was ever out, I would bet Kobe Turner immediately if the market was still open to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um just with the opportunity to like gain ground. Uh, I've had, had no bets on this market the whole week. Was kind of looking to maybe tease either side if we got a one and a half either way. It looks like the answer to that is going to be the Colts, one and a half to seven and a half. But like, that's not everywhere. It's only in a couple places. So if this stays one and 47 and a half, I, I just am not going to have any bets on the game. Like, I, I just agree that this is kind of a coin flip, that Houston is rated better on a neutral. The market reflects that, too. Yes, there's going to be the propensity for a lot of scoring. Also, this is like the highest total of the week. So the market kind of reflects that also. Um, if I had to bet the game, I guess I would lay the one with Houston. But like, I, I don't. Um, and I, I just would probably rather watch this game uh, as of right now. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll bet Houston. And I'll keep the analysis really shallow and really simple. Uh, must win game. I'll take the better quarterback. And if I lose, I'm willing to tip the cap to Gardner Minshew, Shane Steichen, and the Colts, and I'm totally fine with it. Uh, I'll lay the one with the Houston Texans coming up on Saturday night, and I think the Texans will make the playoffs in the AFC. All right, we'll get to the the slate on Sunday with our thoughts on side and total. But before we do that, we got to give you some props for the games coming up on Saturday. So. Time for the Prop King. Oh, by the way, no props yesterday because there was no game. God bless. The, now, yeah, now time for the Prop King to descend down from thy royal throne, traipse across thy royal purple velvety carpet, over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you, the morons, to issue prop winners for the two-game slate Saturday week 18 in the NFL. <laughs> Approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. Okay, we'll start with the yardage prop from the Texans and Colts because that's like, you know, like a like a, like a a real game. Both both teams definitely trying to win. Um, Tank Dell's done for the year. Noah Brown's out. Robert Woods, not 100%. Uh, this is going to be the squarest prop bet I'll give out all week, including 
like Sunday slate when you give them out when I give them out on countdown to kick off in the Sunday show on WFAN in New York. Uh, it doesn't matter. This is Bet Square. Don't care. Nico Collins over seventy three and a half receiving yards. Uh, as we used to say at WFUV at Fordham when I was a student there, done save done, D- done. Nico Collins over seventy three and a half receiving yards. Um, if we get to tomorrow night and Robert Woods is not playing in the game, we will look to bet the anytime touchdown price, whichever one is longer, on John Mechie or Xavier Hutchinson, two of like Houston's ancillary wide receivers once we get past the first couple. So if Woods does not play, anytime touchdown on whoever's price is longer, John Mechie or Xavier Hutchinson. The Steelers-Ravens game is a little bit more problematic. Oh, oh, and also one other anytime touchdown. The Colts' tight end at the longest odds is Will Mallory again. Now, I, maybe I'm just like burning money on him. I feel like Colts can use all three tight ends. Uh, he's the one at the longest odds to score. So a couple bucks, not a huge bet, not a big bet. Beer money. Will Mallory anytime touchdown. Huge number at bet. MGM. Steelers-Ravens game, uh, there are no props listed currently right now for Baltimore. Uh, I will, if I play a Ravens over, I'll tweet it out tomorrow. Actually, I will do that before uh, before the game kicks off. So, let's make sure that this is not going to be a driving rainstorm and, like, the team's going to be able to throw the ball tomorrow. Right now, it looks like the wind's going to be okay. Um, the George Pickens longest reception prop looks pretty good. He's averaging, in the Mason Rudolph starts this year, 30 yards per reception has six receptions all over 30 yards. Pickens' longest reception prop tomorrow is 21 and a half, probably like factoring in the fact that we may have some inclement weather in the forecast tomorrow. Um, Pickens' receiving yards number is also 47 and a half. Like he, think about what I just said in the last two weeks, like all like the long passes that he's caught. And the Ravens are going to be down a number of key players in their secondary. Uh, I, it may be really square. Let's make sure the weather's okay tomorrow. And the George Pickens receiving yards over and longest reception over all look pretty good. Now, we'll have to wait till tomorrow and we'll get more Ravens stuff posted if we get to kick off tomorrow and like Zay Flowers is ruled out, which is expected. And we'll see about Aguilar and we'll see about Bateman. The Ravens, like, do you remember Laquan Treadwell, first round draft pick of uh, the Minnesota Vikings about the, the, a lifetime ago, yeah, former Ole Miss receiver? He's uh he's on the Ravens active 53-man roster. Plays special teams right now. Like they're gonna have no pass catchers active in this game potentially. So like if we get there tomorrow and like one of Aguilar or Bateman is inactive, like Treadwell's a huge price to score a touchdown. Beer repeats some money on Laquan Treadwell, and if Malik Cunningham is gonna be active in this game with Lamar Jackson out. Remember the Ravens signed Malik Cunningham off the Patriots practice squad? If Cunningham's going to be active, I think that will be a signal that he is going to play a little bit in the game, in a meaningless game for the Ravens, and he's listed in the anytime touchdown market. Malik Cunningham, anytime touchdown for a couple bucks tomorrow in the Ravens-Steelers game. And those are my royal props coming up for Saturday. The rest of the props coming up on Sunday. All right, Jake, let's bring the Mario music back up, or start it again, whatever. And Ken, let's turn our attention now to Sunday slate. And we begin... With Atlanta, but not in Atlanta. With the Saints hosting the Falcons. New Orleans is a three-point home favorite in the game. Total is 42. Um, Winner of this game can win the NFC South if Tampa Bay loses on the road to Carolina. The Saints can still be a wild card team. It's extremely unlikely. So their path, obviously, to make the playoffs with the highest percentage chance is for Tampa to lose. And winner of this game will make the postseason. The big news here. 
We don't know if Taylor Heineke is going to play in this game for Atlanta. Listed as questionable. I think more likely than not he plays. If he doesn't, we'll see Desmond Ritter. Alvin Kamara, like his status kind of up in the air, hasn't practiced really this week. He's listed as questionable on the injury report. Ken, bets and thoughts here. Falcons and Saints, if you got him. Yeah, just, I mean, like a, a tough market to give confident opinion and like when we don't know who the quarterback is of one team. And Kamara, who's like insanely important for, you know, depending on who the Saints quarterback is, when it's Carr, insanely important. Uh, just like tough to give a, an honest opinion that had, like has to be Sunday conversation. Has to be until we know more about the game. Uh, if I had to bet this market right now and it was three, I would probably lay the Saints with the idea it's Hurt, Heineke, or Ritter where I'd really want to lay the Saints. Uh, but now I think maybe either of those are the same. New Orleans or nothing, not in a rush to bet the game. Talk more Sunday. Yeah, I agreed. Has to be Sunday. I would bet New Orleans, honestly, kind of like the under also. Like with everything, like like Dennis sure. Allen, field goal second overs. time facing the team. Big time field goal overs in this game. Here's Blake Groupie, seven for seven. Yeah. And Young Wait and Koo. Yeah. He's been, he's been bad recently. Maybe he gets back on track. Well, they put him out in the rainstorm game against Carolina. Like, what are we doing in that game? They're like, well, I mean, like Cairo, Santa. <laughs> Cairo Santos drilled a 55 yarder. Why can't Young Way make a 50 yarder? A jerk. Because there was like a, because there was a hurricane. Makes it a little tough. Yeah. yeah well, you know what? The, the Cairo Santos can make him. He's, uh, he's a pro. Bengals can you know, do your job. He is. Yeah. Uh, Bengals are getting bet right now. Uh, Bengals now in between a seven and a seven and a half point home favorite over the Cleveland Browns. Total 37 and a half. Uh, Flacco, Miles Garrett, Amari Cooper, others out for Cleveland in a meaningless game for the Browns who are locked into the five seed. Jeff Driscoll will start a quarterback for Cleveland. P.J. Walker will be his backup. And for Cincinnati, T. Higgins likely, unlikely to play in the game. He's going to be a free agent after the year. So it'll be uh, Andre Yoshivas, a.k.a. Yoshi. Evan Silva likes his overs. Talked about that on the show yesterday. As of the Bengals' uh, top receivers, along with Crikey, Trent Nerwin, uh, catching passes from Jake Browning. So Bengals can in between 7 and 7.5 and against the Browns, 37.5 your total. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I agree that, like, Browning should be a big favorite at home over Driscoll. Like, if you just even think about that alone, uh, just laying a lot of points in a fake game where I don't see, like, a lot of extra incentive for one team to win or lose uh, just doesn't seem appealing to me. Uh, if the price got high enough, I don't know if I would ever bet Cleveland in the game. It just seems like a, to a total pass for me based on, like, the information that we have. I'll put it this way. Like, if Cleveland won the game, I actually wouldn't be that It's a fake game. Like, it's a fake game. I don't care who the quarterbacks are sometimes, especially when the Browns coaching staff is still really good. Like, this isn't like Nathan Peterman for the Bears at the end of last year. We're like, yeah, it's a fake game, but also the other team's a professional team. This is like the coach of the year on the other side. Like, if it was close, would I be surprised? Not at all. Not with the Bengals defense being so bad. So just like agree with kind of this price, probably a stay away for now. Yeah, I I actually, I, I would be pretty surprised if the Bengals lost. It gets to seven and a half. I'll actually consider teasing Cincinnati, and we can figure out what to pair them with. Them. Maybe Denver if, it, if the price gets there uh, for Sunday's game. All right. Uh, we'll close here this segment with the Patriots and the Jets. New England can a one and a half point home favor. Total 30 and a half and like potential big time inclement weather possible in the forecast in, uh, in Foxborough. Likely to have snow. Maybe winds in upwards of 20 miles per hour. Patriots and the Jets. And, by the, and Trevor Simeon starts in place of Zach Wilson. Yeah, I guess that's important to know, too. Uh, if I had to bet the game, I think I'm with you on this Patriots have been your thing the whole week. I agree with you. I think they're probably just more likely to win the game because of the setup here. Uh, last game of the season, maybe they need the game a little more. Not confident, but I know you like the Patriots a lot. On the other side, I'll give you my thought for the Patriots and the Jets, and we'll give you the rest of our bets for Week 18 NFL Sunday and bets for tonight in the NBA.
Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, some thank yous to Dole Out, and then we'll wrap up the show with our bets for this weekend in the NFL and NBA bets for tonight. Four phenomenal guests, Sam Paniotovich, Colin Wilson, Brad Evans, and a special shout-out to our new favorite guest on You Better You Bet, the great Rod Gilmore. Like, no, it's, no, it's actually like... Might be my favorite person on the planet right now. Love, love our guy, Rod Gilmore. Our executive producer, Alex Pisano. Our technical director, Sean. Smile on his mouth, hand on his hub. Our engineer, Jake the Snake Asan. And our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown, Mike Brown. Coming up after us, a four-hour live betting extravaganza known to you and yours as BetMGM Tonight. Don't miss it here on the BetQL Network. Ken, did you know that yesterday, January 4th, 2024, 24 years to the day from yesterday, January 4th, 2000, Bill Belichick resigned as HC of the NYJ on the back of a cocktail napkin. I still remember that day locally here when that happened. People absolutely lost their minds. So people, you really think 24, after, after resigning as HC of the NYJ, Two decades ago, been shoving it down everyone's throats for 20 years as HC of the NEP, that Bill Belichick's going to lose this game to Robert Sala and his stupid painted on beard. Uh-uh. Give me the Patriots here laying the one and a half. I've done this stick like nine times this week. Patriots laying it against the Jets. Uh, Ken, Jaguars on the Titans in Tennessee. Big news here. Trevor Lawrence, like, I think we think he's going to play. Betting market, I think uh, the market implies he's going to play. But, like, game-time decision, still dealing with a ton of injuries, is Trevor Lawrence. Ryan Tannehill going to start for the Titans. So, Will Levis' rookie season is over with his foot injury. Jaguars, a four-point road favorite to Tennessee, total 41. If the Jaguars win, Jacksonville is AFC South champions. If the Jaguars lose, 99% out of the postseason. Christian Kirk being called a game-time decision for the Jags with his core muscle injury. Like the Titans a little in the game. Uh, if the best case scenario is I think Lawrence plays and you get like a really significant bump in the market. Yes, Lawrence is better than Beathard. Also just increases your working margin. Basically any one possession game and you win probably in that situation would be hoping for something like six and him playing. Uh, if he's out and it's like three, I don't know if I have a strong opinion on the game at that point. That's probably like not a bet for me uh i want just like close any close game tennessee wins is what i'd be looking for and i don't know if i'm gonna get it uh but we'll see on sunday yeah i'll end up with a small bet on tennessee in this game for sure we were hoping for six earlier in the week when it was five and a half and then i went the other direction so i think i'll probably end up with a bet on the titans here i I'd, four is the last number that i would bet with tennessee i'm not really interested in three and a half all right uh, Vikings and the Lions in Detroit. Detroit in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite. Total here is 40s. Nick Mullen starts for the Vikings. Josh Dobbs the backup. What does that mean? Jaron Hall will, will come nowhere near the, the field in this game. Uh, Minnesota needs a win and help to make the playoffs. Detroit uh, can still be the two seed with a win and losses by Dallas and Philly. Very unlikely. Detroit most likely now will be the three seed. Uh, no Jamison Williams in this game for the Lions, so we can't bet his props. Uh, Ken, thoughts here? Lions and Vikings, and we are unsure as to how long Goff and the starters will play. Dan Campbell says the whole game. Feels like the betting market's not so sure about that. Yeah, it's just kind of like in between. Um, you know, I think the, you know, my favorite bet in the game would probably just be laying it with Detroit with the idea that they play at one and Dallas plays at four and the Eagles play at four and like they maybe Campbell is just like 
yeah, we have to win because, like, who knows? And that's the sell for why the starters play the whole game. And that's why he's saying that. And if that's true, then, like, they're not three and a half at home against the Vikings, obviously. Um, you know, it's just you're you're taking a risk, obviously, that you get halfway through this game. Maybe it's like Lions in the first half if it's not, like, super adjusted for what we're talking about. Maybe that's the better bet, like, under three Lions in the first half, something like that. But um, I'm actually pretty likely to take Campbell at his word that the starters are at least playing a lot with them in the early window and the teams they need to lose playing later. I think you, by the way, I think you just like, you convinced me here on that wasn't your intention. I'm definitely laying the Lions and hopefully three minus 110 will be the bet that I can lay coming up in between now and kickoff on Sunday. We'll talk about it more on Sunday. Ken, Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, four and a half point road favorites at Carolina. If the Bucks win, they are NFC South champions. Total of the game is 37. Baker Mayfield's going to be good to go and start this game for Tampa. Yeah, just, I'll do this here just because there's a few games. Like, there's a lot of content this week about the not trying teams covering all the time against the trying teams. I guess my problem is like, okay, that's price dependent. Like Tennessee's getting bet all over the place because Jacksonville's quarterback may not play. The Panthers are getting bet all over the place because Baker Mayfield's hurt. This is not like everyone thinks something and that's reflected in the market. It's actually like the fake teams are getting bet on. That's like, that's why trends are really dangerous sometimes because like the prices are actually moving toward the team that you would find unexpected. It's because of quarterback health in both games. Uh, I don't want anything to do with Carolina to number like four and a half. Not even close. Um, I don't think I'm late Tampa yet, but I will pretty soon. Uh, three and a half, four would definitely be bets on Tampa for me. Four and a half won't. Uh, that's all I got for now. Yeah, I think this is light. I think I'm going to pass the game entirely and root very hard for Tampa to keep Baker Mayfield comeback player of the year alive. I think, Ken, you and I are aligned on this game. Dallas, a 13-point road favorite at Washington. 46.5 the total. Likely swan song for Ron Rivera. Sam Howell starts for Washington. With a win, Dallas is the NFC East champion and the two-seed. Washington, a couple of like, key veterans are not playing. Jonathan Allen, Kendall Fuller, chief among them. I'll go first here. I bet Dallas laying 13. I'm surprised the number hasn't moved. I know Howell played well in Week 18 last year against Dallas. Also, I don't care. Give me the Cowboys here. I'll lay the number with Dallas. Yeah, just like Dallas against all types of opponents that fit these criteria, like bottom 10 in the league, bad offensive line. This was the Thanksgiving matchup, obviously, too. Uh, Dallas has just steamrolled all of them. This is the type of opponent they have a lot of success against. doesn't mean they have to cover this number. It just means, especially in the last week of the season, with the other team going to fire their coach right after the game. Uh, I think it's a, a very likely situation to win by margin. We were against Washington last week. We were good. Uh, let's hope for the same here. Uh, by the way, Shams is reporting that uh, that the Sacramento Kings are ramping up trade pursuit for Pascal Siakam. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, Niners, Ken, really? a four-point home favorite against the Rams. Total here is 41. Brock Purdy sits. Carson Wentz starts. No Christian McCaffrey in this game for San Francisco. The Rams are sitting Stafford, Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones. Who? Uh, and Puka Nakua <laughs> will play just to get the rookie receiving record and then come out of the game. Ken Betts here. Thoughts on the Rams and the Niners? Siakam Kings. Like, let's, to, let's take an above-average team and make them above-averager. That sounds really good. Uh, and never win the championship. So uh, I, I I can be wrong. I like the Niners in this game. We know the Rams are resting everyone but Nakua. Uh, McVay and fake games tends to, like, completely throw in the towel in all of them. And uh, playing against kind of like a rival team, I think Darnold can outplay Wentz because Wentz has nobody playing. Uh, I'll lay the Niners four. Not my favorite bet. Uh, I, I actually do think they're really likely to win the game. I feel like I'm in too deep here. I'm going to bet the Rams. Yeah, it, and I'll, It's okay to like the Rams. It's a fake game. You could definitely like the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bet the Rams. I, I actually have a feeling that Wentz is going to play well here. Uh, I'm going to bet the Rams I in the, the game. Over, if you think that's true, I'd definitely bet the over. 
What do you? What do you? Okay, yeah, you know, Rams and Rams. Okay, Rams defense, no Donald. The Rams are designed around three players, and none of them are playing. You think the defense is going to be good? Rams and the over. Lock it up. Love it for Sunday, and I love the Rams. I can't explain why I do, but I do. Uh, Ken Eagles, a five and a half point road favorite at my Giants. Total of the game is forty-two. Devontae Smith out, as is Darius Slay for Philadelphia. Yeah, I've done this all week. Just uh, this would be a, a fun window to have Dallas and Philly up next to each other in a live betting game um, because at any moment, Eagles could pull their starters. We talked about it at the start of the week. Uh, I do not want to bet this game before it starts. Done. Let's uh, let's move on. Uh, Bears and the Packers in Green Bay. It looks like this is going to come off three right now at MGM at least. Uh, Chicago plus three, minus 15. Total is 45. Win and in for the Green Bay Packers. I'll go first. Uh, I like the Bears all week. If it goes to two and a half, no way I like the Bears. But I, I like the Bears at numbers that no longer exist. Uh, Darnell Mooney's not going to play. We'll see about Khalil Herbert. And for Green Bay, A.J. Dillon is out. And we'll have to have a Sunday conversation about the wide receivers once we have more word. Reed, Watson, and Wicks. Status still to be determined for the Packers. I like the Bears in the game. Uh, three and a half was available earlier, earlier in the week. I guess, like, if I didn't have a bet on the game and it was two and a half on Sunday, well, you know what? Let's have that conversation Sunday when we have more info on, like, potentially on who who's going to play for Green Bay's receiving group. Uh, have bet zero on the game. If it goes to two and a half, I'll bet Green Bay. But, like, is that dependent on the receivers or you like it no matter what? If it goes to two and a half and anybody plays, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I'll bet Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Uh, Seahawks and the Cardinals. Seattle in between a two and a half and a three-point road favorite. 47 and a half the total. Seattle can still get into the playoffs with a win and a Packers loss to Chicago. Thought this was the right number all week and it hasn't gone off three, uh, so I'm not going to bet it yet. Uh, if it goes to two and a half, I will lay Seattle like immediately if that's the number that appears in the market. That's what I'm looking for. Can Raiders and the Broncos in Vegas, both teams, it's a fake game, but both teams are, this, this is going to be like a playoff game for both these teams. Vegas in between a two and a half and a three-point home favorite. Total of the game is 37. No Josh Jacobs, by the way. He was ruled out this afternoon. Like Denver a little bit. They'll probably be in the money line underdog parlay. Uh, can't really find 3-1-10 right now. Maybe a couple bucks on Denver at that number. Yeah, Denver plus three, 110. I love that. And also like Denver as a teaser, like if it goes down to two and a half. Ken Chargers, a three and a half point home favorite against Blaine Gabbard and the Chiefs. Mahomes is going to sit here. Total here is 35. You weren't on the show yesterday, but who, who came out with this? Was it Chernoff saying that he liked the Chargers in the game? It's the first person I heard all week that liked the Bulls. Just wanted to throw that out there. I don't really have a strong opinion on it. Chiefs money line, just like a high variance game. Maybe that's the bet. Uh, not really a strong opinion. Unlikely to have a bet on the game. Uh, I would bet the Chiefs. I don't really feel like I, I have to or want to. So let's move on to the Bills and the Dolphins on Sunday night to close things out. Buffalo in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point road favorite, 48-and-a-half the total. AFC East Championship game, and if Pittsburgh and Jacksonville win, it's a win. It's an all-or-nothing game for the Bills. Can do more on it on Sunday. Uh, two-and-a-half, 48-and-a-half. I, I don't think there's a valuable bet in the game, at least in my opinion. Um, obviously, we can talk more Sunday when we have a little bit more time. No problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm way invested on Buffalo. If it's two and a half minus 110, I would I would like the Bills in the game. I think three is the right number. If it were three and a half, I'd bet Miami. Two and a half Buffalo, three, nothing for me on this game. All right, Jake, quickly drop the dope ass beat, please. All right, BetMGM's got the Refer Friend program. Sign into your account, click on the Promotions tab, and a few simple steps, you and your friend will receive a $100 bonus. Details can be found at BetMGM.com. Ken, NBA bets for tonight, please. Uh, Celtics off a loss, laying 14. I think the Jazz are going into a buzzsaw. I'll take Minnesota four against Houston. 
and then I'll take the Hornets at a big number playing against Zach Levine's return. So Charlotte, Minnesota, Boston, three bets for tonight. Uh, I'm going to add Charlotte to the card. The Knicks have been nails in spots like this. It's not like a huge underdog, but a mid-range dog. I'll play the Knicks plus five and a half. I want to play against, again, what we saw what we saw last night here. Give me the Orlando Magic plus nine and a half. The Nuggets off the emotional win. And then I'll play the Blazers in a duplex spot to not get blown out by that. That, that spread's moved a lot, but I still like Portland in the game. We'll talk to everybody on Sunday morning. Until then, wishing everyone minimal sweats, winning bets. The absolute very best of luck.